First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, dobre den, and welcome back to episode 120 of your favorite weekly podcast. The Pot of the Everyman, the Two Beers Podcast. I'm Jordan, back here with Drew, who is back this week. Drew, we missed you. Welcome back. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. It's good to be back. Jordan. Tough shoes to fill. How was your trip? Tough shoes to fill. It's good. It's good to get away, breathe some fresh air. It's nice. It was nice. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good. Florida had some fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. Nice California weather. (laughs) It's gorgeous. That's what I think of every time I'm in Florida. It was gorgeous, man gorgeous uh all right well let's get to the niceties assume positions for the world famous two brews salute and a three and a two and a let's get it on Beep. Uh, all right um i finally acquired one of these oh okay a double nugget nectar never oh, had one stepping up never had one no, I mean, you're I think losing, last year was the first year for them, right? You're losing your virginity in the night all over again. 9.5% alcohol. One pint. Ready eh. for this? Is it weird not having your fourth cousin in the room? You tell me. Hey. <laughs> um, um, man. Wow. I know, right? It's just... Wow. Wow. It's delicious. Delicious, I man. feel it my plums. Mm. Mm-mm. Oh, what what are you drinking? Uh, I didn't think I had any more of these, but uh, you know it's a it's a chilly night here in Philadelphia, the calm before the storm. Uh, I went with a Cape May Brewing Company Stout. Really ties the room together. There you go. So Did you, you know, I'm not a big stout guy, but you're like ready for the apocalypse with the, with the amount of like the same beers that you just have in your. How big is your beer fridge? Uh like the fridge isn't that big. I just I just leave them at room temp forever. Oh my god! <laughs> they just get stored in the garage. They're just there in the box. Um, and then I put them in, and then we go. Amazing. So, um, I I wanna. How'd you think we did? How How'd Tori do? Filling well, in for some, you last week. I, I got some notes. Okay. I got some notes. Uh, let's, let's hear. I, we really want to know. So I still, I still have not listened to the second half because I haven't had a chance to watch The Last of Us. And okay, um, okay. since you already ruined a pretty key, a key point of the first episode for me, I well, uh, there's I... yes, but <laughs> listen, I, I you're immediately. Oh questioning... my God, she dies! It's like, yeah, but uh, you're hey, immediately hey, questioning hey. if it if it actually really happened. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident it happens, but that's okay. okay. Uh couple couple comments uh i i started to sweat about the first three minutes into the podcast 
uh, when when Tori hit 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 it with a flawless music overture and a gof prom night joke, all within the first three minutes. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there saying, "Fuck my life, I'm out." Like I'm I'm gonna be sell I'm gonna be selling Tori my uh, my 82 percent share of the of the LLC for like pennies on the dollar at this point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm gonna allow the Rocky quote that you guys made. You stumbled into it, but I, I think you got there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I, give I, it to I, you. I thought you'd I thought you'd you'd give us the pass. It ain't about right how on. hard you can hit. It's about how hard you, hard can, you can get hit, get hit, hit moving, keep forward. moving forward. Yeah, I mean you you stumbled, but you got there. You got well, there. So we're gonna yeah. And he he stumbled at first. We honestly we stumbled into a couple things. Like we were saying the wheat from the chafe instead of the wheat from the chaff. It was just one of those, yeah. one of those things. Um, I also, to, I don't know what type of sociopaths put water on their toothbrush after their toothpaste. Like you're supposed to go water to, to loosen it up and then you put the toothpaste on it and then you get the, the water of the paste going, uh, double sociopaths, Thank- then go, but double sociopaths then go with a double water. Dude, I, this is strange. See, this is why I wanted to collect this data because, me and you both do water then toothpaste. That's... Everyone else I've talked to has done toothpaste then water. Well, there's a reason why we have the 152nd most listened to podcast in Ireland. In Ireland, and those, right? And those people don't because they're sociopaths. My right? God, uh, I'm gonna. See, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna up. blast. I'm gonna blast this out in text just to get some. Try to get some feedback while we're on this. Okay. Uh, while we're but doing do you, this. But you go. So your toilet paper over the top or down the back? I don't even know what that means. Do you use toilet paper? Do I wipe forward or backward? Is that what you're asking? I didn't Not understand. Not wiping. That. No, hanging on the wall when it's hang when it's hanging in in the in the spool. Do you, uh, does your toilet paper hang like on a on a? Uh, I think I go over the top. Okay. I think. I do, think. Do you do you pull? I don't really pay attention. I just down? put I just put it on and then run with it. Well, now I'm scared. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh God. Okay. Um. And then your cereal. What was that one? Your, uh, do you put the milk in first or the cereal in first? Oh, in the cereal then milk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How? Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. That's like milk first is a very rare thing, but some people do it. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I, I, just, I, I, just, I just tried to blast this out to some people. You're good. I'm cereal then milk. I'm. You I'm have to know how much top. milk. Like, if you don't have the cereal in there, you don't know how much milk like you want in there. To me, that's like an on-the-fly decision whether I'm gonna go less milk than cereal or milk overflow the cereal. Depends. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. But like, I gotta put the cereal in the bowl first. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's... and then I I put my toilet paper over the top, and then water, and then toothpaste. Yeah, like these are I I just these are this is common sense. I'm I, you complete me. Just common sense. I mean, again, you that's... know what's strange? I taught all my kids water then toothpaste but they all put toothpaste then water and i'm like who did this to you uh, something who taught uh, you the wrong way man it's felt katie man she's just getting squirrely in that house you better watch out bro um believe me i know 100 percent. i'm i'm so sick and tired of, i'm at the point where i'm going to drive down to pittsburgh i'm going to sit here in front of the tv and we're just going to put youtube on and you're going to watch Stephen fulton because I'm just convinced you, you, you poo-poo him because you don't know who he is. I, to, I, to this day, I still believe that you think he's fucking Colbert. Colbert. No. I, I just do. I'm telling you. I'm going to put on these fights, and you're going to be like, oh, you're right. That was Stephen Fulton. I didn't realize that was him. No, I, Col- I, I just, Colbert I don't believe, was the one I don't believe who him. ran and was, like, him. happy that he survived the fight. Correct. Was, 
Fulton, his last fight, they were like, all right, he, he knows that he needs to have a knockout. He's going to give the fans what they want. And he just cruised. I mean, it was a shutout, but, like, he just cruised to victory. And it was just like, dude, do you want to hit the gas and get the KO here like like everyone said you were going to? Or, or I, no? I don't think that was him because he was yes, actually was. Fight, he was fighting a legit guy. Anyway, I just maybe that was maybe that was two fights ago, but whatever the case. Um, make fights happen. That should just be our new tagline for the podcast. Make fights happen. That was I don't know. I think that was Tori. I don't think that was you that stumbled. I think on it that. was Tori. Yeah. yeah. Um, the hilarity of like your question, like you were dead serious asking if Zion is good. That just like cracked me up. His <laughs> is Zion good? It's like, well, I don't think the the I think the question is, can the guy actually have a career not knowing how to run? Correctly, not if he's not if the guy's good or not. Oh my god, uh, he's shooting like sixty-two percent from the field. For God's sakes, um, yeah, that was funny. Um, I love I love Tori taking my role at being unprofessional and watching TV while we were recording and commenting on the <laughs> comment, commenting on the basketball game midstream of uh, of conversations on the pod. That was tremendous. Great, stuff. I really appreciated that listening. Um, this is the funniest part because this was so wild. I really liked it's always because I, I as I always talk about this is why Villanova basketball has been so good for a decade. I really liked his breakdown of of, of um, Jalen Brunson and what what he brings to the Knicks and it's just how he like values possessions and like in today's NBA where it's like one pass shot, one pass shot, one pass shot, one pass shot. He like controls them and like if they don't have the right shot, he pulls the ball back out to get them the perfect shot. And then tonight, in the last four minutes of the Celtics game, he probably had like four of the worst possessions I've ever seen in my life. And they, and they almost lost. Well, I mean, they blew the lead, and then they ended up winning overtime. But it was just funny because I was like, "Oh, I got this nice little chestnut. I'm gonna give Tori a shout out." And then he did the exact opposite the night we we're recording. Um, a bunch of uh, sh- surprise, surprise! A bunch of women can't decide where to eat. At. I mean, God knows, I've I've always worried about making comments that get me in trouble. That was uh, that was pretty pretty solid. <laughs> I appreciated that. Um, and then I, I was, I was on the, I was on the play listening to that. I, I was dying when it was like, well, we might as well bet on the wolves to pay Drew's, to pay off Drew's wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, you're not going to win the bets. Like so maybe we can bet on the wolves so we can afford to buy these bottles of wine. Oh, it was so good. Get them, get them. I, I keep giving you guys an out because now the Sixers are two and a half out. Once they get to the one seed, that wine's going up in price, man. Got to get to yesterday's price. Ain't going to be today's. Yeah. Harden. So, but yeah, overall that was pretty good, pretty uh, pretty pretty good stuff. Good uh, good transitions, good content. I uh, I enjoyed the the boxing talk. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a quiet I mean, it was called quiet week in sports. So, yeah, we had the we had the spitball. It was good. I mean, we were we were we've been such dog shit in the NFL all season, but man, we've been we've been killing the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, just killing it. So especially uh, we got all of our uh, we had all we had we we had a perfect divisional round. Who did T- Teddy? We did. We did. Yeah, I mean collectively, I thought Bengals. Okay. Ba- we, yeah. we were oh, all. Oh, over, oh, oh right, all, right. Just, yeah, just the you, analysis in you, general. You, yeah. you, Tory, and me. I'll say the collective of us. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, Bengals over the Bills, Eagles over Giants. I mean, you called the 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 Thanos snap uh, of that one more than anybody. Uh, who else do we have? Chiefs. Not that that was a stretch, and uh, and the Niners. Yeah, beautiful. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, it was a good sesh. It was, it was I'm nice. glad. Yeah, I, I gave you a little, little. You know, instead of, you know, re- just 
absorbing the house that LeBron built down in, in Disney. Um, you know, you got yeah. to just <laughs> it, have your uh, your ears filled with with the the brothers White. The brothers White. I um, I was gonna say, uh, the re- repeat for one eighty three starts today. Got to get back Re- up there. Repeat for 183. 183 episodes. straight episodes. Now, I, now I'm back to zero. My clock oh, restarts. Okay. Is that how many we had episodes? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with it. It sounds, it sounds legit. I like it. What are we at? One, you figure 120, all the go for twos, the two for ones, plus, uh, plus the peakies. Yeah, we got to be at least at 180, I bet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, I guess technically this is, I guess technically we're at two in a row because of the, uh, the go for two. So. Ride, baby. I I suppose. Don't miss the run. Speaking, speaking of streaks, probably the best streak going in boxing today, Artur Baderbiev is back in action, my man. King Artur. 18 wins. How many knockouts? 18 knockouts. My lord. He steps into the ring Saturday to defend his three uh, light, or sorry, sorry, yeah, his three yeah, light, light heavy. heavyweight titles against Anthony Yard, twenty-three and two in the UK. He's going into Yard's backyard, pun intended. Uh, Yard's no stranger to knockouts himself. See what you did there. See I know. What you did there. He's twenty-three and two with twenty-two knockouts, and of his two losses, he's he's been knocked out. So. Uh, only one of his fights didn't end in uh, knocked somewhere. out by. Uh, ooh, good question. Uh, was Ser- it Crusher? Sergey Kovalev. I say, wait, yep. it was Crusher, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this was like, was this Old Man Crusher or when was this? Twenty nineteen. So, oh, <laughs> I just hit puberty. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can tell uh, you in a sec. If Canelo was, uh, the it was twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Was Canelo the next fight? Yeah. So, oh yeah, I remember that fight. Yeah, yeah. That was that was old uh, old Kovalev old, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're yep, right. It so. Was. Uh, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, this is gonna be fun. Better Beev is just—he's just a bastard. Like you, I think you—you you always hit on the head when he's like, he is just a bastard. He's like, just a big old bastard. He's just tough. Like heavy, heavy hands isn't even accurate for him. Like we—we we went and saw him in June fight Joe Smith Jr. Uh, you know, it another was over in two rounds. It was a. It was like a back alley, just ass kicking. Yeah, and like you like, could hear, like you could just hear the thuds of his punches, man. Like we were in the last row of the lower bowl, if you want to call it the lower bowl. Yeah, and we could hear, you know, and we're and we're behind six rows of just pure Irish Catholic Joe Smith Jr. supporters, and it got to the point like he got Joe Smith got hit so hard that his wife and or sister like ran down the steps to go see how he was okay. That was a beautiful uh, use of and or there. Thank and you. Or sister. Uh, thank you. Um yeah, man. Uh so tell the tape here real quick. Better be of 11 or 5 5 5 and 11 573 inch reach. Uh he's he just turned 38. So I mean, better be of isn't, you know, he's not a spring wow. chicken. Uh, yeah, he's 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 an older guy. Good, you know, again, he's got a stout amateur record, Olympics. Uh, you know, Yard is thirty-one, so a much younger fighter. He's six feet. I don't have his reach. I don't know why that's not on box rec, but oh, let me um, go to that one website I always like to use. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
you know, since the since his second loss uh, against uh, Lyndon Arthur back in 2020, he's reeled off three straight wins. Um, excuse me, all all knockouts, and it was even a. Uh, I mean, he avenged the loss to Arthur uh, back in 2021. So uh, Yard is a big dude. Like he looks more like a bodybuilder uh, than anything else. Strong. He also has heavy hands. Again, he's. I mean, of his 23 wins, he's got 22 knockouts. Uh, you know, I better be of, I think the knockouts like just mask his skill set. Like, I don't think people realize just like how, how skilled he really is in the ring. Um, I have a 72 inch reach for, for yard. Okay. All right. So they're, they're pretty on par with each other there, but yeah. you know, he, uh, like if you, I always go back to the Gavonzik fight. Cause that's where I first heard of better be of, you know, that's where when we really started revving back up in the boxing. Um, and you know, you stood me up for that fight. So that's why it always sticks in my head. But uh, anytime I go to a better be if like when every time better be is about to fight again, I just go back and rewatch that fight. Cause man, like Gavonzik, great pedigree again, Olympic, Olympic athlete, part of Agus's crew trains with Usyk and, and Lomachenko and much just, you know, he was the classic boxer and better be of just systematically broke him down over 10 rounds and stopped him. Like, to the point where the ref just had to stop it. Like, he knocked him down three times, I think three times in the 10th round, after already being knocked down a couple times. And it's just beautiful to watch him box. And he just, you know, he he's a slow starter, but, man, like, when he's got to hit the gas, you know, the, the Brown fight back last December was mm-hmm. in Canada. Um where he where he li- where uh better be of lives he gets you know he again probably loses the first two rounds starts really slow and in the third round he gets a nasty cut in the middle of his forehead that there's no way that's closing and it was a crater yeah it was like a crater in the middle of his head yeah like if that wasn't a tight if that wasn't a title fight and there wasn't a big unification on the line like at stake for it's similar to fury when he got cut right before the wilder rematch yeah that that fight by, gets the, stopped. by the way wallene is fighting this weekend oh nice excellent um He's like minus six thousand on this card fight. no okay and better be of like you know he just goes the trainer goes to him he's like the doc the, the, the doctor's probably gonna stop this after this round and better beef goes okay, and then just completely blasts Brown and gets the knockout. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it, it was, it was just so beautiful. And then you have the classic, uh, the side by side of uh, Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13 with the blood just dripping down his face, and the you know better beef with that menacing smile. So, you know, I, I I'll say this: Yard has a good jab. He's got heavy. He's you know heavy hands. Again, big time knockout artist. I just. Does he have a puncher's chance? Yeah, obviously, because he's got power. I just can't see how better be of fighting the caliber of guys that he has is going to lose. And the one the one thing that you used to be able to say to, about better be of is that he wasn't active. But this is now going to be this is going to be his third fight in thirteen months. So he fought uh, he fought December twenty 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 one. Then he fought June twenty. 22 and now he's fighting right here in the beginning of 2023 so he yeah he's he's been more active now than he was um you know four years ago i mean the pandemic screws all that up because i mean mean, who did you know what i mean who did fight then but um but that was that was kind of a knock on him that he was just a little too shakur was like the first fight coming out of the yeah oh yeah in the bubble yeah for sure man and then navarate to follow 
Um, and we'll talk about that about Top Rank and why I just love Top Rank, even though I'm not a, I'm not a promotional guy, but just I just like the way they do things. Um, but yeah, so now he's been in the ring, he's in a good flow. Uh, Speaking I'm, of which, this this will be on uh, ESPN Plus, right? Yep, the ring walks the middle are of the afternoon. Yeah, I'd probably say the ring walks for the main event will probably be between five thirty and six o'clock. That's typically what we see in the UK. Hey, brother, guess what? What's up? JP, my five-year-old, we got a uh, got a live guest. Num- basketball game number two at six. Oh, <laughs> I thought he was there. and He was gonna come on the pod. No, no, no. You're you're gonna have to uh, take the cards. I'm gonna have to like watch the replay somehow. Oh, no worries. I I can do that if I can do anything. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So five yeah five thirty mm-hmm. six o'clock. Uh, it should be. It should be pretty good. Yeah, the only downside is like you'd want to get jet. You would you would get jazzed up for this because you would think that a successful win here and he would be you know better be of Bivol would be on the horizon for undisputed. But we talked we talked about this probably in our year end pod with uh, I think with the Gof. I I don't think that fight happens till twenty twenty four, maybe the end of twenty twenty three. What makes you say that? They're just gonna. I, I think they're they're like they're already talking about um, better be of uh, fighting Calum having to fight Calum Smith as a mandatory Ooh. Bivol. Yeah, that could be and, a good one. Well, and and this I I still don't understand. Yeah, it really that really would because Calum Smith has been straight uh, sparking dudes at one seventy five. Oh, he's been insane at one. Yeah, really good. Um, very very Gavonzic. Like he's he, and he's got that similar like Gavonzic. Uh, pedigree to him in a way like his style so gonna be that I, I mean i'd love to see that fight i just want to see bill next and the whole the canelo thing is i still don't understand how canelo canelo has a rematch clause when he wasn't the champion in that fight it makes no sense i i don't i this is where this is where eddie hearn deservingly gets criticized for his rematch clause nonsense because why why should why should canelo be able to dictate having a rematch with bivol like it makes no sense so uh, after Canelo Money. fights, yeah, I get it, but like, who cares? Like, I don't know. It once Bivol or uh, Canelo is going to fight uh, John Ryder, I think on Cinco de Mayo, which would be great because he's going to mess up all of uh, all the other all the other companies' plans for fighting on Cinco de Mayo. Um, I think it's going to be Canelo Bivol next. So I, right. I don't think that's and that'll be and so if Canelo's fighting in May, that means I mean I know you know he had the historic four fights in eleven months. But he probably that means he's probably not gonna fight till September. So then Bivol's tied up till September. Better be a fight Smith. So you know, they're not gonna fight in December twenty twenty three. I got you. All right. We're getting too far ahead of ourselves. So I'm there. Oh, well, I'm just saying it's not that's that would be what like would really jazz me up for this fight. Like I, I can watch Better Be of knock people out on YouTube. I don't need to see this fight. But you know, mm. it would be it would be a nice uh, least, yeah. I, I like watching it live. <laughs> YouTube YouTube doesn't do it for me. Yeah, that's fair. But uh Unfortunately, I won't be watching it live. Um, yeah, but yeah, he'd be satisfying his mandatory, and then you know he could. Then we'd have the bivol fight because that's. Yeah, so man. here's here's how I think this is gonna go down. Go, yard like you said, big hitter. He, his stance that he takes is a little bit cockeyed, um, but he keeps his hands low. Good use of the word cockeyed. Yeah, it's a little 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 bit off center. Keeps his hands low. He has a good. He, he's orthodox. Has a good left jab, but one thing he has is a sneaky, really powerful uppercut. Um, and it, he kind of brings it from the backside of his opponent's front shoulder, 
So it's it's it comes from out of nowhere. So it's a it's a good, really good uppercut. Um, that being said, he leaves himself open to get hit, and with him standing cockeyed, the right hand of Better Bev is going to hit him in the ear and top of the head area, maybe even in the back of the neck area. Mm. He's 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 gonna get hit in the equilibrium. No doubt for me. Like uh, the other thing is, I think both guys could probably are probably going to leave the body a little bit too open. Um, I think the difference is that better be of tends to just walk through punches more than most. Now yard can crack though. So um, number one, will better be of still? I, I think he's going to get hit. I really do think he's going to get hit. I'm just assuming that he's going to be able to walk through them. If he if he's bothered by them, it'll be an interesting fight, but I don't think he will be. The other thing to watch out for uh in yard potentially in yard's favor would be as we just mentioned, better be if cracks he bleeds. He's he can he he can get cut. So if if he gets a huge, you know, cut again, Yard has the power to do something with it. Um, but Yard is pretty flat-footed. Like, he's not hes not really on his toes much. So, I think better be of... And maybe not as quick as the Joe Smith fight, but he's... Yard also, like, doesn't have a 12-round motor that's good, good enough. So, like, mm. better be of eventually is just going to wear him down and just... He's just gonna chop him down like a tree, just like just like he always does with these guys. And whether he catches him around the ear, you know, the temple, equilibrium, what he, he maybe maybe it is a body shot, but he is gonna hurt him. Like and probably around round eight is what I'm thinking. Okay, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's probably going to go over, 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 under is what is it again? Oh, we didn't get there yet. Oh, you didn't do it yet. Sorry. Um, I think it goes past six, but yeah, I think, I think, I think better be, better be if gets him in that seven to 12 round, knocks him out. All right. So here's the odds. You ready? Better be if minus 900 yard plus 500. About what you would expect, right? Yeah. Over under. What are you going with that? Um. That's six. Nah, probably seven and a half. Six and a half. Okay. All right. Um, the over is minus one hundred five. The under is minus one twenty five. So, coin flip on that six and a half. But it sounds like we both have the over. Um. Better BF by decision plus 550. Better BF by KO or stoppage minus 370. Draw plus 2000, so it's not going to be a draw. Yard by decision plus 2000. Yard by KO plus 700. Um, and oddly enough, DraftKings uh, Sportsbook actually had tons of props, like almost any prop you could think of for this fight. Like it was pretty interesting i don't know if i've missed it previously or this is new but they just had 
tons of prop bets for this one. Um, like this guy to get dropped and still win. Both guys to get dropped. This guy to get dropped in this round, but then go on to win in these rounds. Like it was, it's pretty crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, better be if. Can't miss, man. Can't miss. 19, nine, 19, 19 knockouts. What a streak. Yep. Um, that's all I got to say about that. Looking forward to it. Um, did you want to say something about Eubanks? I, I don't. I mean, I, I just, I mean, we talked that they were fighting. I mean, Eubanks, uh, Liam, Liam Smith knocks him out and, uh, gets a knockout in, in, uh, four rounds was pretty shocking. So, um, a lot of, I mean, it got a lot of attention for being a fight that, eh, didn't, nobody really had any noise about. People talking about the Eubank uh, Ben fight being a chance. As if I don't even know why Connor Ben's even being talked about after failing the drug test. But, um, you know, but Eubank, I mean, Eubank Triple G's out the window now, too. So <laughs> I thought Eubanks failed the drug test. No, it was Connor Ben. Connor Ben? Oh. Yeah. I messed that up. Uh, what else? What else? That it? Yeah. I just, I mean, I just figured we'd touch on it since there was like a fight and, you know. Why not? Okay, okay. Uh, you know, and I, dude, I just this is why I love top rank. Um, again, I don't, I don't, I think it's, I think it's uh, cornball, cor, cornball stuff to to be rooting for promotional companies over big fights happening. Like, I think that's just absolutely embarrassing. But like, man, these dudes just stay active. Like these young guys. Uh, Xander Zayas fighting in April. He's going to be on the. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Rosby uh, Dog Bay card. If I saw that correctly give me one sec i don't want to misspeak god knows because i've god knows i never misspoke before on uh huh. on the podcast um but yeah xander's back he just fought in december he's back in april um what do you call it we got um tiger johnson's gonna be on that card man um uh jahai tucker like these guys these young guys like they just fight like they just get you know they just keep getting back in the ring get more exposure they're gonna be on again once again they're gonna be on espn for people to see like that's that's what these young guys gotta do like yes stay active so enough enough overtraining and you know get get in the ring more so you have josh taylor i don't think i don't i think this happened after you guys recorded last week um oh yeah josh josh uh taylor the, um, you know, after already being delayed six months, Taylor Catterall is now delayed again because Josh Taylor tore his plantar fasciitis. Whatever, who gives a shit? Plantar like, fasciitis. Ta- Taylor's hurt again. Now that's going to get extended. Um, you know, over. I think these guys might have a point about people being overtrained and not, you know, not uh, just not fighting enough. So maybe there's uh, maybe there's something to that, but. You know, so we'll we'll see what happens. I'll be I'll be curious to see if Catterall takes another fight because what's he gonna what's he not gonna fight for you know eighteen months? I, I mean that's pretty wild. They yeah. you know they've whispered Lopez. Lo, I, I, no shocker after the Lopez has talked all that uh, all that game about wanting to fight Regis Progre. Now that now that they had an opportunity to do it, now they don't want to take the thirty five percent cut that uh, Ramirez turned out. <laughs> these guys are all these these boxers are so, like is it a wonder that boxing like struggles and is such a niche sport and like kid just can't gain like a mainstream following like it once had? I mean it's I just all talk. They probably these, how, now that's that's the new way that's the new way of just like 
I don't yeah. know how you ultimately fix it, but I mean, it's the, the like problem, just man up, man. Like the problem dude, like, is easily identifiable. <laughs> listen, Re, like Regis, Regis, nobody. And I, I think I said this. It, is it the admin bashing show? The two twins. I forgot these two guys. I, I, I'm embarrassed. I, I, sh I should shout them out because they actually have a really, um, they have a really good Twitter page. But they, uh, you know, they were talking about. They always do this thing about our Adams Adams boxing show. So at Adams boxing yeah, show, yeah, two Adam's twin brothers. Ball, yeah. yeah, they they run, they run a good page. I like these guys. No agenda, like us. No agendas. They just they just they love boxing and they always do fantasy stuff and they have good comments. But like they were talking about, they always do like is someone a star, mid level star, this and that, like to get you know get some um, commentary on the page. And I was like, there are like only three people in boxing should be talking about a side in conversations. It's Canelo Alvarez, all over the world. Cash cow, A-side. Anthony Joshua in the UK, cash cow, A-side. Tyson Fury maybe is getting there. I still don't know. Like, you know, I'd like to see what his numbers are in the US when he's not fighting Deontay Wilder. And in the States, it's Tank Davis. Like Tank Davis sells. I don't care about his pay per view buys, which was hilarious. We were right on the money. We were right on the money with what how that was going to turn out last or yeah. two weeks ago. Um, and Tank, that's it. Outside of those three guys, no other boxer in any negotiation should be talking about. Well, we're, I'm not fighting because I'm the A side and I'm not getting my money. Nobody else sell. Like I don't even care about Errol Spence. Like they have to put him in Texas because that's where he's from and he gets a good following. But then they shit on Bud when he sells out in Omaha because that's his hometown. Oh, there's only three cash cows. That's how you fix it. Guys just need to stop this nonsense. Like Tiafimo Lopez, and obviously, you know, we're you know, we're not the biggest Tiafimo junior senior fans. But I again I was at we were at the Heisman last year when it was Lomachenko Comey. I was at it this year with Lopez um Sandor. Way it was it was way there were way more there was way more empty seats this year than there was last year. Three it had uh, Loma Loma Comey got three hundred and fifty thousand more viewers than the Lopez Sandor fight guy. Like this this idea that these guys like should be getting like this high percentage against Rigas Rigas Progre. No, like he's the champion, you're the challenger. That's the purse split. So go fucking fight. Like you talk this big game, like you're gonna beat everybody. You want all the smoke, you know? Like they talk all this shit about Devin Haney. Oh, it's about the money with him. And then you're gonna turn down that you're gonna turn down a title shot that you don't even deserve at 140, <laughs> and because you're gonna pull that, like it's all smoke, man. That's the way you fix it. Like someone just needs to talk to these, like someone needs to sit down with these guys and say, you don't sell anything. <laughs> you're not a draw. These three guys are draws. More fights equals more money. Like just yeah, exactly. That. That's how you get to those numbers. Get in the ring more. Take these fights and let's go. Because the purse, and you know, because and that's what's dumb too. Because like, think about obviously it's a bad example, but you know, Triller obviously threw that ridiculous six million at the Tio Cambosis fight, which never actually happened, right? And so it got ended up being like four million bucks. But like, what if what if what if Top Rank, you know, bid friggin' eight million dollars on that fight, right? To put it in the garden, they get thirty five percent of eight million. That's more than they're gonna make as their minimal, like. It's just all dumb, and these guys, it's all, uh, and then everyone just, everyone makes up their excuses for when it's okay, like, for the, not, like, people were shitting, you know, like, T.O. followers were shitting on Ramirez for turning down that fight because of the money, but yet they're defending Lopez. Oh, well, of course T.O.'s not going to take that fight for 35%. Like, what? <laughs> In what world? In what world? Ugh, unbelievable. Sorry. 
Sorry. It it's just all good. It just bothers me. It's all good. But and uh, it's all in fun. So get I'm in the say, pit uh, and try to love someone. Wow. Bar with the bar. Man, that takes me back to TRL, 1999. TRL. All right. You're, you're, you're just, I don't even know what to say. TRL? I did not Woo! foresee a TRL reference coming into the pod tonight. Car, that's been on my mind lately. Carson Daly's uh, finally got work again. He's uh, He's got some bar, bar mania show with Blake Shelton, apparently. It's on USA. Bar, 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 I get in or something. Jesus, they'll make TV shows of anything. Shout out to him. Hey, I think uh, Tara Reed. Who else was he plowing at one point? He's got a nice roster. I'm just trying to drink my double nugget over here. I don't know. Um, Carson Daly. All right, let me chat on the NHL a bit. Let me take a swig. So we had some crazy half clappers, baby. We had some uh, crazy stories last week. But yeah, that was good too. In the uh, in the process of all that, um, missed. uh, I think we missed. Maybe it happened after or during the pod. I'm not sure. But um, uh, what am I trying to say? Stamkos got his 500th goal. So congrats to Stamkos. He missed a bunch of time during his career. Finally gets his 500th. There's less than 50 guys. There's like 47 or 48 guys that have 50 goals. So um, he's won, what, a couple cups now? Um, I will... Always remember him coming off the bench, immediately snapping his leg, but still going through and skating and finishing in, in the Stanley Cup. That was just amazing. Um, and, yeah, that was sweet. Shout out to him. Um, shout out to him. No, no, nothing else other than Connor McDavid just continues just to rule all life forms in the NHL. But um, that's it. So. NBA, Drew, catch and shoot. What do you got for us this week? I thought Tori did pretty good last week on that. We got the Cammie Johnson reference for you. Oh, man. Dude, he's been killing it. Yeah. Um, What what do you got for us this week? Uh, The Grizzlies are officially broke. (laughs) Apparently, Shannon Sharp talking shit to a group of 25-year-olds has completely shook them and broke them. Oh, my gosh. That was insane. (laughs) Yeah, they uh, and and no no shocker, LeBron did not at, did not ask security to escort Shannon out of out of the building. Um, really? Yeah, shocker, right? Uh, how that happens? Uh, is that is hypocrite the word for that? Anyway, um, I wonder if that was Skip Bayless. If Skip would have been able to stay, any hoodles? Yeah, they've lost four straight since then. They blew they blew that big lead against the Lakers. Uh, blew another lead against the Warriors last night. Like that's like just that's become the most fun matchup in the NBA. I think from a rival standpoint is watching uh is is watching the Warriors and the Grizzlies play. So it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty nuts. Um, so they've lost yeah they've lost four in a row. It's luckily for them the Pelicans are just in complete freefall and have lost six in a row to now where they're the four seed. Can we just take a moment? You've been. I don't know. Maybe six years. We might be going on seven years at this point, dude. For seven years, you bravely, blindly, I don't know, stu- stu- stupidly led the charge. You led the set. You were single handedly leading the Sacramento Kings movement. Uh huh. And man, we're finally, I think we're finally getting there. 
27 and 20. They are third in the West right now, man. Uh, wow. They've won. They've won seven of the last ten games. They are six back from the one seed. Probably not going to be catching there. Now, granted, you know Utah is at the ten spot. They're only four games behind the Kings. But offensively, what's, what's funny is I've loved Sabonis, right? So yes. like, and that that goes back to college because when I flew out to Denver for the Seton Hall game oh, in, the, in the tournament, we got to do this. He was for Gonzaga and Wiltshire was like, everyone's like, Oh, Wiltshire's the NBA prospect here. Yeah. And Sabonis just bodies us. And I'm like, this guy's the NBA prospect. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. What he is. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm, I'm like, isn't Sabonis the NBA? And then going into the game, I was like, isn't Sabonis the one we should be worried about? And he just murders us. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like Sabonis is an NBA player. And then he yeah. goes to Indiana, and he's just in, like, relative obscurity because apparently Miles Turner is still a thing, even though he's injured every year. Well, first he was on the Thunder, and, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that, well, that, that was the best part because he was on the Thunder. It was him, Oladipo, and Russ. And that was where it was like, man, Russ just has no help. He's just this triple-double, like, what a warrior. And then they trade they trade Sabonis and Oladipo for Paul George. And as soon as they get away from from Westbrook, the following year, they're both they're both all stars. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Then Indiana, and then yeah, then he gets traded to uh, to Sacramento for. Um, I forgot for about the OKC chapter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. where they yes, drafted. Thanks for that. You're right. They, you're um, right. Thank you. Was he part of the Ibaka? I think they, I think uh, they, yeah they traded they traded Ibaka for Sabonis and um, Old Depot. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, it would anyway. So the guy, one of the the guys that I fell in love with coming out of school, now makes it on the team that I've been. Now <laughs> the other part is I always like uh, Bagley <laughs> for for the Kings, and so that part led me astray. Even though somehow I lucked into the Kings fandom. Regardless, yeah, dude, of Sabonis, Sabonis, eight, like the Bean Baby, eighteen, twelve, and seven this year, just, yep. ba- just, just balling. And Darren, Darren Fox, twenty four, uh, twenty four, six and four. And you know what, Darren Fox, and I, I don't have the updated standings, but or or stats, but as of last Wednesday, it was the last time I checked. You know who leads the NBA in clutch points? Darren Fox. Darren Fox. Which I think is defined I as by me. I think clutch, I think clutch points. I think the parameters are. I just what, came up I, with that out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, I think it's five points. I think it's a game that's within five points with under five minutes. So any points that you score when you're up or down, up or down five with under five minutes. I think that's the clutch, the clutch points uh, statistics. But listen, like. I mean Kevin Herter, like I don't think he was bad for Atlanta. I think it just there was some redundancy there in their in their roster, especially when they got yeah. to Chunta Murray. So they ended up trading him. But he's been playing really well. Ha- uh Harry Barnes, I mean, you know, I've completely disowned him for years now. Um, but you know, he's actually he's playing really well for them. He's like he's their veteran. He's been, you know, as as uh um Bruce or yeah, Brett Brown once said, he's he's the adult in the room for these guys. Uh, like he's he's played like so well for them that like they don't even want to trade him. He's kind of the guy that you would move as the expiring contract to yeah. maybe to maybe get like a Kuzma or get like a piece. They don't want to move him. Um, 
and of course Malik Malik Monk, uh, you know, continuing uh, his good play. You know, he was really good with the Lakers last year, but again, you know, he was only making the vet minimum and ended up taking some some nice money to go play for Sacramento. So, you know, I hopefully this this last they have the longest drought. I don't think they've made the playoffs since two thousand five. I think I think Something that was like the that, last yeah. time. Yeah, so they have the longest drought of not making the playoffs. So I, I hope they make the playoffs and it's not just like the play-in because the play-in doesn't count. Like, I, and even though some people want to count that, um, so that's like really you know a great great story. Uh, I might actually buy the slam. I haven't I haven't had a subscription for slam in like a year and a half. I might buy the uh, the late. It's it's a it's him and Sabonis on the cover with the purple beam going up behind them, which is pretty uh, which is which is pretty cool. So nice. And then in the Easter Conference. Guess who's two and a half back of uh, the Boston Celtics? The Knicks. Ten, nine, eight, seventy-six sixers. Am I every time I'm out, they pull me back in? <laughs> uh, I, no, I'm kidding. I hate this team. Um, <laughs> uh, you know they were kind of they were kind of wavering there and on their way on on their way to a five a five game West Coast trip, and naturally they win all five games on the West Coast. Uh, even even against the Kings, the last game against the Kings where they sat Harden and Embiid, somehow they still pulled off a ridiculous win against against the Sacramento Kings that we were just talking up. And uh, I was there last night against the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, ben Simmons second game back to Philadelphia, and my God, was it delicious just watching that guy. Like you shouldn't take you shouldn't take joy in the pain of somebody else, but my God, <laughs> it was like we me and my me and my buddy Ke- uh, Kevin Lacey went. We were we were in the we were in the upper deck, so. Um, you know, but like the view, I think I sent you a picture of where we were. Like, it's such a good overhead view that you can actually see a lot that's happening, like the movement on the court, the spacing. Like, you got a really good bird's eye view of like how Simmons is just so bad and like just has no confidence and just kills the flow of the offense in the half court when he catches the ball in the post and won't even look at the basket and just immediately he 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 had a ball on a fast break where there was just one guy in front of him stopped at the foul line to kick it out to Nick Claxton for a three <laughs> like this is where we are with this guy it anytime you can kick it to to Claxton on a fast break i mean you got to do it it's 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 sad man like tonight and he's in detroit i think he might have got hurt but in detroit 20 minutes 0 for 3 no points like Ah, uh, all, all these, all these pun national pundits that were, uh, you know. Good thing he's getting paid, uh, you know, that max deal or whatever it is. Man, just bad, just bad stuff. Uh, Kyrie and uh, as much as much as Kyrie is just annoying off with his off the court stuff and just the unnecessary distractions. He is beautiful to watch play basketball, man. That's my second time seeing Kyrie play. Like things he can do on the basketball court are just amazing like his handle like his just his ability to finish around the i don't he's probably i don't think steph gets enough credit for how for being a finish around the basket he's probably right or Kyrie is right up there with Allen iverson man and Allen could finish and was just a little dude and Kyrie's bigger than Allen, but he had this one finish like granted he pushed off he should have been off it's a foul but he had this one thing where he completely twisted his body uh, around Embiid and finished a big layup. So uh, pretty, pretty wild. But somehow the Sixers have have fought back, fought back from uh, mediocrity in the play, and now they're they're two and a half back of uh, 
of Boston with a big a big game against Jokic on Saturday. They, these are like my Super Bowls. Like like I don't nothing else matters except beating not beating Denver because of this Embiid Jokic <laughs> stuff. So they play Saturday and uh, shout out my and my Miami. They're they're now they were they were three games under five hundred. Now they're twenty seven and twenty two. They've been winning. <sighs> shout out to Jimmy Butler by the way, who he got a lot of shit because some there was something um, they posted on the game. Somebody flew in from the Philippines, this little kid and his sister or mom, to see Jimmy Butler play. And someone from the somebody from the the Heat saw the sign and went up and let the kid know that Jimmy wasn't playing. I don't know if he was hurt or what it was. And so Jim, a lot, he, he was he was extremely sick, like on the couch, like he couldn't even come to the arena because of how. Is that what it was? Yeah. Is that what it was? Wait, um, that's what Twitter said, so it has to be true. Well, Jimmy, uh, I don't know if it was another game or if he then ended up went to the arena, but he actually ended up on the court with this kid and took him and his family out to dinner. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so pretty pretty, pretty awesome right there. That was pretty sweet. But uh, it's brought up a lot. It's It really – I think that sprung up um, a lot of talk about the guys uh, – Today's guys uh, missing games. Did I send you and Tori the stat? This will be the last thing we'll talk about because I know uh, no. I know I've drained off. But I, I did want to I did want to point this out for the uh, the missing game stuff. Um, in twenty for point of reference, uh, in twenty seventeen, come on, come on, Drew, come on, yes, you can do in, it. In twenty seventeen, the top twenty five players as ranked by ESPN missed two hundred and sixteen games total. So they played about 73 games each. Okay? Missed 216. In 2022, the top 25 players have missed 600 or sorry, they missed 629 games. Jeez, just from 2017? But well, yeah, long so ago. yeah. So over this 5 years, it's upped by 4 400 games missed. It's it's wild. And so people have been throwing out the 72 games, which, I mean, listen, no no NBA players are paid too much. I'd say 95% of the NBA players are paid too much. Uh, no one's going to want to take pay cuts. So I don't know how you do that. But this always comes back to the old thing, like, you know, with all this sports science and, you know, all this recovery stuff, you'd think that these guys, like, you wouldn't have, you'd be able to play more. I, I wonder, I really do wonder if it's, you know, guys are just, again, resting too much. And then when you're out there, you're just you're you're not building your body up. I think about this all the time when I actually leave my uh, my house because you brought up the great point, like that I have no immune system anymore because I didn't leave my house for two years basically. Yeah. And now, and now, anytime I go out to the uh, go out to the wild, I'm just like you know, <laughs> I'm just I'm just, just getting fra- I'm getting he's I'm just get, fragile, I'm getting cool. man. He's just fragile. Yeah, I'm just fragile. That's it. I'm 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 the I'm the Anthony Davis of like the modern working man here. Uh, <laughs> Like I can't, I can't leave my house without catching a twenty-four hour head cold for God's sakes. So, but I mean, it's something to watch. They gotta, they gotta figure something out. The, oh, yeah. Well, really, oh, what really spurred it was the the Warriors. They they lose they they lose a game of Boston in overtime, and Kerr sits all four guys against the Cavs. And so it's the you know the story about you know the, the you got you got Cleveland fans you know guys saving up all their money to take their kids to go see Seth Curry, Clay Thompson, Jeremy Green, and not one of those guys plays. Yeah, so, that, that that stuff drives me insane. Yeah, the, the league's got to figure something out with that. Um, again, it's you know I I always joke and laugh for people that actually thought football was losing steam and the NBA was catching up. That's just laughable and always was to me. But like, you're gonna have you're just gonna have fans start to get pissed off that like the league, the league's the league the league by not trying to fix this somehow just makes it seem like they don't give a shit about the fans. And people can say fans don't matter, but like, you know who puts the money in the pockets of all these leagues to pay everybody? Like 
the fans for the most part, right? That actually buy tickets, jerseys, all this stuff. Yeah. Like, because without if if there's no if there's nobody watching, you're not getting TV deals because nobody's watching. And I mean, this is gonna sound corny, but it's absolutely true. I was thinking about this too with with the Steelers and and the Roonies because the Roonies actually have owned the Steelers for man, I don't know, seventy five years. Um, but like the the owners, yeah, they own the team and like yeah, they're the employer and all that stuff. But like, they are just a steward. Like the fans are there like fueling the revenue and the income of these things for decade after decade after decade. Like I'm 38 years old. Guess what? When I'm 68 years old in the year 2053, like I'm still going to be spending money and time on the freaking Steelers. Like I just am. And like, guess what? Like, okay. The Roonies are the owners, but say like, the Pirates or the Penguins. Like, who's going to be the owner of them in 30 years? I, I don't know, but I'm still going to be here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like the fans are the mainstay. Like, yeah. the owner and, like, the players. Like, like, it, like even pick any player. Like, even your best player. Like, like say – They're only going to be there four years these, these days. They're only going to be there X amount of time. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like it's – so – it's a little bit out of whack uh, in terms of like you got the owner and you got the players and they're the multimillionaires, but guess what? And uh, pick any amount of time, five years, 10 years, 20 years, the fan is still going to be there and they're not. So like it's, it's not the fans team and you're just a fan, but the fan is going to outlast those people. So that, that has, that's counts for something. I I don't disagree. I don't think it's corny at all. You know what is corny? What's that? Joel Embiid's not a starter in the All Star game when That's he's hard to believe. He's number two the, in scoring in the, the league. The best was uh, the meme that um, I, I I can't remember if you or Tori sent it, but it was it was basically you know what jo- Joel Embiid instead of Joel Embiid it was like. It, they basically made Joel Embiid's name European. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and yeah. said if this guy was a European, and you know, it, spun it like he was Jokic. Yeah, that he would be the MVP. But just because he's Joel Embiid, like yeah. it's like ah, oh, screw this guy. Yeah, Joel. Joel is number. He's number two in scoring. He is. Uh, He's he's the he's the linchpin of the third best defense in the NBA, and they're now they're now they're now they now have the third or fourth best. Ra- they're they're only two back of Denver in the loss column, maybe one back in the loss column of Denver, which has like you know the surefire back to back to back MVP, which is just fucking. I can't believe we're gonna get to that point. Um, and like Joel's not, and yeah, so it's yeah, so it's Durant. Durant, because now the remember the NBA because there was like a there was a five year period where like there was only one good center in the league. So of course they overreact and they um, they get rid of the center spot in voting and they just make it the the back the front court. So Durant, Tatum, and Giannis are going to be starting. Um, and people are like, oh, well, who do you take out? Like it's blah blah blah. It's like, well, you take out Giannis because 
Joel has been 100% better than Giannis this year. He's more efficient than Giannis this year. He's a better defender than Giannis this year. And I love Giannis. I think Giannis is the best two-way player in basketball right now. Um, you know, if, if just because he just plays a, you know, he he just plays a different a different way than Joel. But like Joel's been better than him. Like just has. So Joel should be starting. Um, Durant. I mean, like they do the games played thing all the time. That bullshit. Like Durant. Like God only knows how many more games Durant's gonna miss. Uh, yeah, and Tatum. If if the Celtics, like again, like either Celtics are only two and a half games ahead of the Sixers now. At this point, it's it's just a joke. It's just it's just embarrassing. I hate the NBA. Well, we spent twenty five minutes talking about it. So did we? No, I don't think so. It was more like eighteen. But speaking of which, because I'm not Here done yet. There. Oh, it's well, it makes it makes me sad. Well, because today's the three year anniversary, so I just want to bring it up. Um, yeah, I was gonna bring it up at the end, but that's okay. Do it. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like how this 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 is what's so ridiculous. Like like Kobe Bryant, he passed away um, three years ago today. Guy still, I remember. I still remember seeing. Feels I went like yesterday. I no, it's today. It feels like it was just. Oh, yesterday. I'm sorry. I I thought you meant the <laughs> the day was yesterday. Yeah, I the the night the day before. Or two, yeah. The day before, uh, I was at the Lakers Sixers game when LeBron passed him in the all-time scoring list, and I still remember I was walking my dog, uh, arguing with our friend Teddy as always. Uh, we were arguing, we were arguing Kobe Lebron at that point, um, and as we're arguing, uh, we're texting, walking the dog. I get the Twitter alert that a helicopter went down in Los Angeles, and like immediately I froze. I'm like. Oh my god! Like they didn't have a name attached to it yet, and I was like, "Jesus, Kobe's always in, in the helicopter in, in Los Angeles." I was like, "God forbid!" And then like it just started coming out and coming out, and then you find out that it was it was him and his daughter. But just terrible stuff. But you know, I don't want to get too into it because I'll probably just start bawling like a baby on this podcast. I would but, say um, probably the last time I cried was was that day. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, yeah, and him was, was one thing. I was very daughter, upset yeah. when he died, but when the, when the news broke that his daughter was there. I, I just, for a good, I'd say 20 to 45 seconds, I cried like a child. And, yeah. Ah, uh, And I just, and then something happened. I just, I got it all out, and I snapped two. And I went, and I I poured myself two or three shots of whiskey, and I just, it was like, when it was COVID, so I was working for, well, it was Sunday. It was a Sunday. No, it wasn't COVID yet. After that's why that's why I mean it's not that's funny. Right. But it, oh, that's right. That's because right. it was it, the whole yeah the whole the whole thing was man like this this Can you this, this if he, yeah, yeah this fuck they, this they fuck, would, yeah 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 if Kobe, it was like Kobe if it goes. was like a month or two later it was it, it, everything would have been locked down. That's right. It was a Sunday because yeah. they said he just left church. And they were on, well like, they they yeah they were on their they were on their way to um, to hoops yeah to to her game. Yeah, with uh, with a couple other people on the couple, team. So. Yeah, some teammates. But it, it just it just I was thinking about it today. I'm like, Kobe Bryant's a top ten player of all time. Like just pro- outside of Michael, like just from like his his skill set. And I'm not slating LeBron and you know, God forbid Teddy when you listen to this. Like Kobe, <laughs> I don't think anything with Kobe. Like like Kobe's skill set was second to none. Like maybe maybe Michael rivals him there in the work ethic, the footwork, everything. Like Kobe just just had had it all in his bag. Um, he has one MVP, and Jokic is about to win three in a row. Like, I, I just, I can't as a as an ambassador of the game. I, I don't even know how I'm gonna tell my non-existent child one day. Like, yeah, oh, this this guy who all these shoes that you're wearing now that I have posters as as a as a seven year old man. Like, 
This guy was that that guy you're watching. How good he was. Yeah, see this dumpy dude over there? He won he won three straight MVPs and this this Adonis got one. Just, yeah. Life's not I mean, fair. Life's not fair. It, well that that's exactly the, 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 the lesson to be learned is like, you know what? Life, life's not fair with you know, with the helicopter thing, but also like people are stupid. In in, in, stupid. in in sports, in life, whatever. Like they're like the voters really voted Jokic three-time MVP, and Kobe on, only not even back to back. Kobe has one MVP, and that's why that's another reason why I always hated Steve Nash. Like he didn't deserve those. Like, like his Steve Nash's main skill set was that he kept his dribble alive in the paint and broke down the defense, and like that was like the big thing. Uh, like, okay, cool. Like, and he, he like, st- he just flat out stole them off of Kobe Bryant, who was actually unstoppable. Steve Smith just knew the tendencies of muscle memory in the NBA. A little, very much like Steph Curry has done, only he's done that by shooting from distance, which totally breaks down the muscle memory of the defense and opens up his driving and mid-range and passing and everything else. But... That's what Steve Nash did. He broke down the muscle memory of defense at the time. Kobe just dominated. It didn't. He he just. It was a totally different wavelength than than any anything those guys were doing. Yep. And um, it's just it's just idiotic. The, the, it, it, <sighs> that's why honestly, that's why I don't even get into it. I don't even care like who they vote as MVP. Like you can watch like you you just said it earlier. Like Giannis is the best two way player. Like just watch the games. Like. Tell me you would rather take Jokic over Giannis or Embiid right now. Like, really? I... Why? Just so you could lose in the playoffs and he could get <laughs> mad and be a bitch about it? Get, like, Yeah, get sw- yeah lose, 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 get gentleman sweep in the playoffs? Yeah, no, that's nonsense. God. I'll tell you what, I would I would take the Lakers in a series. If they end up getting the eighth seed and Denver's won, I'd, we're going we're gonna to throw the house on the Lakers, and that's going to buy us a year's worth of merch. All right. You might even pay off that mortgage with that bet. All right. We'll, we'll do that. Um, all right. Let's stop talking about NBA. Okay. NFL. We had the da-da-da, go Oh, wait. No, that's SportsCenter. I, um, I sang my uh, uh, Monday Night Football, Hank Jr. Been in a big Hank Jr. kick recently. He's actually coming to Pittsburgh in June. Do you want to go, by the way? Starlight Amphitheater, forty-five bucks. Lawn Starlight. Seats. Where is that? In here in Pittsburgh. When Hank, is Hank it? Williams Jr. In June, June tenth. Um. You have can... to answer me now on the podcast. The listeners want to know. No, no, I do not. Damn you. Okay. No. Um. <laughs> all right. So the NFL. The Chiefs are favored by one at this point. It's pretty wild. That 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 line has moved a ton over the last three days. I love the fact that it's now moved back in the Chiefs' fa- favor, just because like there's a, there's there's video of Mahomes stretching and walking on the field. <laughs> it's huh. insane. His leg is still attached. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Mahomes still has his leg. All right. Sw- sh- shifted three points. Yeah. Um. So Bengals plus one, Chiefs minus one, uh, Eagles minus two and a half, Niners plus two and a half. Um, 
hurt so good. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Love don't feel like, like it, it should. Hurt so good. Oh man, I wish I knew that. If I would have known that song existed, I might have gone. I might have got on the Hurts uh, train way earlier than I did. Oh really? I didn't even know that song. Yeah. <laughs> Had no idea. <laughs> no, no clue. No clue you know, that even you know existed. Who sings that song? Um. Well, Instagram would have you believe it was John Mellencamp. Oh, it is John Mellencamp. Yeah, correct. Okay, John Mellencamp. That's a thing. Uh, uh it's still. I didn't it, even know that was a real guy. Listen, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know that Hall Notes was a thing until Stainer's cover band started singing it. Like, oh my God. come on, man. Come on, dude. And now that's my. That's my go-to. That's my go-to jam. Uh, what was it today you said that, oh, uh, oh we're, no, no, we're, no, 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 save it for entertainment, save it for entertainment, because we have to get, we have to talk about this, because I, I totally thought this was the thing. Uh, all right. So we'll okay. wait. Um, NFL. So, so you, you, I think you're on record of saying Bengals by a million, right? But even before the Hurts, before, sorry, before the Mahomes injury. Yeah. Oh, big time. They're just, they've right. peaked, they're, they're, they've peaked at the perfect time. Everyone's in a flow. And they just they're like the one team that really has the offensive talent to match um Kansas City. Which is why I think like they've been so successful against them. Cause once they like the che- it's a lot about just like maybe intimidation isn't the right word, but like it just seems like a Herculean effort that if Kansas City gets up on you by two scores, like you just crumble because like you're like <sighs> How are we gonna do this? Like these guys, like we can't stop these guys. But like the Bengals, I feel like have the heavy hitters that can score so quick. Like in in, in a blink of an eye, Jamar Chase can take it to the house. He can he can turn a two yard pass into an eighty yard touchdown. So I think that's I, I think that's why they're because he's three. Uh, Joe Burrow's three and zero against Mahomes, right? Yep. At Burrowhead Stadium. I was gonna say, are all three all three weren't in Arrowhead, were they? Uh, I don't. I don't know. At least two were. I don't know if all three were. At but, least, yeah, at um, least two were. Yeah, it's a it, before Mahomes had the high ankle. Uh, if that's, I don't know if that's what they're still calling it. I I was all over the bat. I mean, I had the Bengals making the Super Bowl from our um, original uh, playoff preview show. So I'm I'm sticking with it. Yeah, you you. I'm sure you haven't changed, right? Bengals, maybe not by a million, but you think the Bengals are gonna win? Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Bengals. Um, if I, if Mahomes plays, I think it's close. Um, if Mahomes is limited, well, even if he plays but he's limited, then I yeah, Bengals probably extend the lead and, and run away with it. Yeah, run away with it being the ten to thirteen point range. Probably like thirteen. Right. Yep. Um, I agree. And then the Eagles game. Philly. Yeah. Two and I, a half. Uh, I thought. Wait, I thought you picked the Niners. Oh no, I'm just saying the spread. I was just saying Philly. Oh, yeah. I I actually think the Eagles are gonna cover that at the end. Oh really? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked the Eagles on on the go for two. I I just think the defense is gonna run around making all kinds of plays. Um, I'm definitely picking uh, your boy Slay Slay to get Slay a, Slay a, all day day to get an interception. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, I'm, and maybe it's just because I finally want to be the guy that gets the, gets the, gets the winner here on the podcast. <laughs> like I said, we're notorious on our first, our first two for one at the start of the playoffs. Your brother got 
uh, Suns Bucks Bucks perfectly. Um, our start of it last year, uh, you got the Warriors winning the NBA Finals, which some people that don't know basketball would say it's not a stretch. It absolutely was a stretch at that point. And I've, I've had the Niners winning the Super Bowl since the preseason show. So maybe I, I part of it's probably just that for me. Um, but I talked about it on the, the go for two. It's just the game has – it's got a very 2002 Eagles-Tampa Bay vibe to it where like – I don't know, maybe or maybe maybe the I don't know if it's the Super Bowl kind of got rid of that pessimistic attitude that like kind of traveled with Philadelphia fans like about winning the big the big one, but I, a lot of confidence. Maybe it's Purdy. I, you know, they, eventually the wheels got to fall off, right? He's got to have he's got to have the Big Ben AFC Championship game at some point. Um, but I don't know. I just it's just a weird vibe. I, just, I don't know. I think the, I think the Niners are going to end up uh, spoiling uh, spoiling the party here in in Philadelphia. So. But okay. I think so. I would I, if I'm betting, I would take the I would just take the Niners money line. Okay, Niners money line is um, plus one twenty five. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe I'll maybe I'll have you put a place a live bet on the Niners for me. Okay. Um. Anything else you want to chat on on the NFL? What are the overages? Oh, sorry. Don't yawn on me now, bruh. Uh, 46 and a half for the Eagles Niners and 48 for the Bengals Chiefs. I kind of like the over in both of those games. I kind of like the under in the Bengals Chiefs. I, yeah. I kind of like, like the under in both, actually. Okay. No, I take that back. I, I mean, unless you think the the Eagles are gonna really run away with it, I don't know how the unders hits, but that's okay. I think I think the Eagles game is gonna be like twenty seven twenty two Eagles, something like that. So that would be that would be the that'd over. Be hit the over, yeah. Yeah, that'd be the over. The, I, I think the Eagles game squeaks over. The Bengals, the Bengals are tricky under. because. Oh, I just think Pat Mahomes is gonna be out there limping around. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, he, I mean, they and they so may I only think get. It ends up yeah. being like. Like uh, you might, it might, it might be like a Bengals Bills twenty seven ten twenty four thirteen or something like that. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so like, God, only... <laughs> so I don't know what we're putting a parlay on this week. <laughs> twenty seven thirteen, uh, yeah, twenty seven seventeen, thirty to seventeen or something like that. Okay. Okay. Wait, thirty to seventeen would be you know that would still be under forty eight. Yeah. Yeah. 28, 28, 13, mate. 28, 17. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Take All right. Uh, well, I guess that does take us to the, the parlor right now. Yeah. Sheesh. I was, I was going to say Niners, Niners, Bengals, but. Um, well, which one? Of, I don't know. Which one of those do you like best? I mean, I, I. I definitely feel more confident in the Bengals for sure. Did you guys hit last? You guys didn't hit last week, right? You lost the. Oh, no, I missed the hockey game. Remember, when we were like really good at this. This sucks. We haven't hit a parlay in a long. So time. long. We were we we almost had it, and then freaking boots couldn't get the stoppage, get us off the schneid. So bad. You want to go Bengals Eagles over? Sure. Okay. I don't know. Bengals, Eagles over, sure. Like the game over, not just the Eagles score. Yeah, the over. Yeah, sorry if that wasn't clear. Okay. Fine. 
No, you don't want what it. If what what, no, what, do, I, what do you? No, no, I'm not mad at the pick. I'm just mad at us sucking. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I said I I bet NBA that that's the problem with us doing the pod. Like like God only know. Like you never know who the hell's gonna play. Yeah. Like I want I want to take the Sixers uh, against Denver, but I I don't know if everyone's playing. I know. So. Okay. All right, okay. quick shout out to him. Uh and before we get to um beer two. KK. Mike McCarthy is mine. Lovely. That, Great that choice. Last, that last play of the game. <laughs> you use your you running. Doing? I like what are you doing? Like I I'd like to see the chalkboard. Like what on the chalkboard What how was supposed to happen? Go? Yeah, what was how did you see that play going? Because Zeke at center, and listen, at the end of the day, like, would any play have got them seventy yards and a touchdown? No, but like the fact that they made such a scene trying to get this play off, and it's oh Zeke at center, and immediately Zeke gets completely blown up, which was just wild, insane. Uh, and then Dak just throws like a seven-yard pass to a guy that's just completely defended. <laughs> And the guy, the best, and I guess maybe even the best part is after the guy gets tackled, he still tries to, he's like, he's, he tries to lateral it when he's down on the ground for like a second. He's then like, oh wait, can I still lateral the football back? He like (laughs) let himself get tackled. I'm like, you got to lateral it before you get tackled, dude. Bro. Oh my God. So amazing. Well, let's see. And that's our meme of the week. Um, is what is it? Impractical jokesters. Impractical jokers. You describe it because I don't. I don't know the guys. Oh, or it's like behind the scenes where you know they're they put the 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 earpiece in somebody's. Oh ear. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I meant describe the memes since I don't know the show. Yeah, I am. Oh, and oh, and the, and in the show, you know, they're just they're like saying like, okay, now do this, now do that, and they they're making the situation totally awkward. So it's the guys behind the scenes saying, all right, put put Zeke as your center. Make a totally weird formation. Throw the ball seven yards and get tackled. And then it's just them cracking up that they actually <laughs> went through with it. Yeah. Great meme. Awesome. Just so good. Okay, let's get to beer two. It'll be a short beer two this week. So let's assume positions That's for the think. world famous. That's true. Two Bruce salute and a three and a two and a beep. Let's get it out. Uh, just a regular nugget neck deep for me. So I already got nine and a half, uh, ABV in me. And now I'm going for the seven and a half. I am super lame and this is a pretty big tall boy here. So I am still sipping on this guy because I'm a nerd. All right. Well, that's fine. So, yeah. Um, so for this week, um, Drew did not complete the assignments that I gave him. Lies. Fair, fine. Just lies. Never there were there was no such assignment. But actually uh uh Cobra Kai. I was like, "Wait, what's that? Cobra Kai." Well, wait, hold announced- on. Can we can we get can we get through the uh can we talk about The Witcher first? Uh The Witcher? Yeah. Okay. So you're you're telling me after so this whole thing where I was screaming coward I was I was screaming how the Knicks and Ben Simmons were cowards 
and then your brother replies, "They're horses." You're telling me. You're telling me that. Wait, my brother replied. I didn't see that. No, 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 no. This was. This is how this all. This is why I thought it was horsin, and it was like the old, like I like it was a word in the game in that like universe. It meant coward. Oh. Because when we all we were on a go, we were on a we were on a yeah. We were on I a, remember the episode. Yeah. Yeah, we were on a two horses. for one preview. Yeah. We were on the t- a two for one podcast, and we were making fun of how I just kept calling the Sixers cowards the year before. And Tori was doing, and I was doing it then with the Knicks, uh, with Porzingis. I was like, "They're cowards, cowards." And Tori goes, "They're horses, horses," because we were making, we were laughing about the Witcher at that point. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me it's it's not horsin, it's a horse son. Like that's what we're. This is what this is. A horsin, yeah, a horse son. A horse. That's what a horsin is. Spelled spelled whore son. Go f yourself, you horsin. Cause you're through effing with me, so lock me up and sock me up and throw away the key. You're Go telling me that's not so. It's not horsen. so. It's not horsin, which is a coward. It's actually a horse son, is what that it's is. A ho- yeah, it's a horsin. Yeah, completely has completely this, this changed. This is a text. This is a text thread we had earlier today that Drew is just mind blown by. Yeah. I uh, yeah, because yeah. I I yeah, thought it was horsen. I thought I thought it was horsin, and I thought that's why. Tori was saying it after I was calling him a coward because it that it meant coward in The Witcher. <laughs> this is wild. My, my, I, my, I mean, I just, it's just a derogatory term. So you were calling them cowards. He was just saying horse those horses. But it's not. But it's spelled horse son, like like whore, actual whore. Yes. Nuts, man. My whole my whole life's been turned upside down now. Just like earlier today, you sent me probably not a good idea. Me calling people at work horses, like pretending they're cowards, right? Because that's not great. It's. What's the matter? You're still just yelling at them for being something derogatory. True, but I mean, a coward is not as much as not as bad as a whore, but that's okay. Well, you're calling their mother a whore. Oh, oh, fair point. Or you're a whore's son. Yeah, good point. Good just point like there. it's like calling somebody a mother effer. Fair point. And then Canelo's like, "What did you say about my mother?" It's like, <laughs> "No, you f mothers, not your yeah. mother." <laughs> great great um, great well then that was like earlier today you sent me the thing of kanye saying george bush hates black people and you're like Did i you never saw see- that clip before <laughs> ever uh it was such a big deal at the time well remember you told me about katrina you you should have you should have showed me that tw- that that clip too while you were telling me about the incident i blame you for that <laughs> yeah that probably didn't happen yet Although, although Michael Mike Myers's face is just fucking amazing in that scene, <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. So uh, then, so this is same text thread is where Drew learns what the, that what a horse is, and and I'm like Drew, I just want you to know that we actually did land on the moon in 1969. That wasn't just the scene in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that really happened. So good. Debatable. It's okay, though. <laughs> there, well, it's true. There are people that debate that. Yeah, I know that's a thing. It's it just insane. My, the Horson thing really just, just threw me here. Oh, man. Gotta love it. Um, Okay. Now, let's do this. So, Cobra Kai. They're coming out with the final season. Season 6. And we kind of agree it's, a, it's time. It's time to wrap it up. They've gone on plots, subplots, tangential plots, 
the plot has kind of blossomed into other things, and it's time to just kind of be done with it. And it's not too late. It's not too early. It's just, it's the right time. It's the right time to wrap it up. They, they, yeah, brought, these, only... they brought these characters back to life. They've given us a lot more to the story. It's time. Yeah, as sad as sad as it is, yeah, it's uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I just I like, I I don't want it to end because I I still think I would laugh my ass off of Johnny Lawrence just being Johnny Lawrence for two more seasons, but it for it not just to be completely repetitive and overkill, like there's no one left to bring back, right? Um, yeah, it's just yeah you know, they're gonna they'll they'll end it. Oh, hopefully it's a solid ten episodes. Like it's not they don't do like a six. It's just it's ten episodes, maybe twelve if we're lucky, uh, and they just go go out in a in a bag. Maybe 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 Crease will kidnap Johnny's newborn baby. Maybe that's how, and he'll have to they'll have to fly to Oko. Um, I always mess it up. Okawana, no. Okinawa. Okinawa to to rescue the baby, Jeez. and it just it just it's a fight to the death between Crease. You just said maybe we'll have international child human yeah. trafficking. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. No, dude, Crease. I mean, Crease. Crease killed like three people and snuck out of jail in a, in a in a wearing nothing but a lab coat and nobody 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 said a thing to him. Yeah, but they're not they're not gonna have child trafficking. It's not trafficking. He's gonna kidnap the child. You just and said go- he's take and take him to Japan. Yeah, to have a fight, like fight to, the to have a fight of to have a to have a, a fight for for who gets to have the dojo in the valley, in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> but the real question will be: Is it going to be on blue mats or red mats? Anyway, that's not why we're here. <laughs> uh, and par- apparently, it's going to come out quick. It's not going to be like March. the end of the year. March. Is it March? Did they actually give a date? They didn't give a date that they didn't they. Oh wait, did they did, say it was March? Am I going crazy? Maybe I, maybe I made that up. I I'll go. Did, I'll it, go wild. did it say? Did it say coming soon? Mando's March. It said it won't be as long. It said it's not going to be as long as you think. Ah, okay. yeah, Mando was March. So yeah, it, yeah, it came out. The last season came out in September. So I I met, I was thinking this might come out like in the summer, maybe June. September 9th? Is that? Is that right? For when the last season came out? No, for the this upcoming one. Maybe it will be September. I don't. I didn't. I didn't see a date. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, again, not why we're here. <laughs> um, we Drew uh, threw this out there. I thought it was a good topic. Let's discuss shows that either ended at the right time, hung on too long. Or you wish you had more of. So let's start with shows that hung on too long. Want me to go first or you to go first? I'll go first because the first show that comes to mind, even though I enjoyed every single, I watched every single episode, I enjoyed every single episode of it. But the plot did probably hang on too long. Big Bang Theory. Disagree, but okay. Why do you disagree? I, I just enjoyed every episode. Like I didn't, I didn't, I never got to the point. I with, said I did too. But I'm just saying, I, yeah. Well, I, I never got to the point with the Big Bang, to where I was like, 
yeah, I, I don't want to watch it tonight. I can I can wait. Like I I I did, I thought that they did a good job. Even after when the whole when they, I thought it was going to start to fall off when they actually had Sheldon uh, have intercourse in the show. Where they, that, I thought they had. Well, I thought that they, was I th- one thing. But when Raj actually talked to girls, that was like that sh- kind of changed the whole character. Yeah, I I thought they did a good job adapting the story to fit how everybody they did. was changing. They did, but that's but fine. It, yeah, it, I, I I probably still like the it was probably one season too long. Okay, all right, that's fine. I so I I didn't get there with. Big Bang Theory. All right, what, what's a lot yours? of people did though. I, like I said, I, yeah, I, I thought they did a good job with it. I still, enjoy, I, I watched every episode and I enjoyed every episode, but that's that's what I think of. All right, what's yours? Uh, two and a half men. Pod, oh yeah, I, I meant to write that down. And I did not. A, Definitely a pod favorite. Uh, I've started to rewatch once, even before, even before Charlie. Yep. yep. Yep, yep. Even yep. before Charlie Sheen had to go, yep. it was starting to slip because the what made yep. the show really good was the, the two revolving that... door of women made it hilarious. And well, once he yeah. once he had a serious girl girlfriend or fiance or whatever, it was kind of like it changed the dynamic. Yeah. Well, I also thought even that... though she was she was a good actress and she yeah, was and she, well, really and good. she also played like three different women on that show. By the way, um, <laughs> did she? Yeah, she. Oh yeah, I've already, I already, I already knew she. So she has the one cameo of her I knew of. Remember, remember when uh, Rose makes the website of him? Yeah. And he goes to apologize to all those women, and they're so touched by his apology, they all sleep with them, and then they end up all posting about it and hating him even more. Yeah. She's one of the women, but it's not her. Like it's not Chelsea. It's just a rando, and she gets the cameo. Oh. She also, because I started the rewatch, she also is a woman that he meets in the grocery store when he first goes and starts like hanging out with Jake. I remember that. Yeah, she's 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 made at That's least her. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Chelsea. Huh. It's in one of the very first. I mean, he meets a he meets. There's several. The the the, the grocery store is a a bed haven. is that wait? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh. Uh, it's a hotbed for for, hotbed. for yeah, a hotbed for uh, you know, early 40s hookups. So he has he meets a few in that store, but one of the first the first one he he meets with when he takes Jake as a very you know, as a 10-year-old there she, is the actress. She actually Chelsea. uh she was in the pilot. She played Suzanne. That was it. That was the pilot. He takes and he then, takes Jake to the grocery store. And then the next season she played Tina. I'm not there yet. Last Tina. chance to see those tattoos. And then she played Nina. Oh, no. oh, and she played in 2007. She played Nina. Our leather gear is in the guest room. <laughs> and then she finally played Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. So she's been re- she was recycled like four times on that show. It was ridiculous. I, I I don't know why I didn't put those together. That's that's hilarious. Yeah. Um. It's so it's so wild. But yeah. Well, for me, it. it what I really enjoyed about the show, besides the revolving door women, I mean, the interplay with Jake being a, like a little kid was good. Once he grew up, they didn't know what to do with him, and they just made him really stupid. And then they brought like the friend in Eldridge, and I just I still liked it. I still yeah. Liked did it. you? I, I don't know. I liked. I just the the hilariousness of Jake being the little kid and with Jake, Charlie. It wasn't Jake. Wasn't the pivot point for me? The pivot point for me was him getting the. the yeah, no, the, I I agree. Thing. That 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 went hand in hand, um, as well. So, yeah, to it. But yeah, and then I like and, Herb and listen, Melnick again. I watch. Oh man, Herb, so good. Herb Melnick, so good. I uh, <laughs> I watched 
every i mean i, I watched every episode to the end even with with ashton kutcher um it had its I, moments. i did not watch the ashton kutcher ones to the end yeah it had its moments um alan was still very good like that you know john trier doesn't get uh he i don't think he gets enough credit for keeping that show alive because ashton kutcher is not <laughs> he's not a good actor obviously um but yeah too long they should have once once charlie went i think they i think cbs had enough enough content that they they could have just let it go okay um i'm gonna swing back to uh, the most painfully obvious answer i think we're gonna debate this one uh walking dead oh no oh okay yeah yes <laughs> yes i'm like we're gonna debate this no, I, the I, ha- I have like, I have one I, I don't know I don't fear know the Walking is. Dead like just it's just it just slips so far from its heights yeah um way uh, too much filler yeah uh, well what were you gonna say does Lost count no because I I don't feel like it was too many I just it, was, I, it wasn't a length issue they, yeah their problem was they just they. They didn't plan out the story past three seasons. Correct. It wasn't <laughs> did, a length issue. Yeah. It, it was just a continuity. It was a continuity, continuity issue. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I thought that I, I thought that's what you were going to go with as painful no. not when we talked earlier. No, I was no like, it, that was never a length issue. I was on the edge of my seat until halfway through the final episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What? What? That, that wasn't. That wasn't a length problem. Gotcha. Um. You, I don't think you ever watched this. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Correct. I, well, I've watched, I've watched episodes, but I was not a watch every episode diehard. Yeah, I, I thought it was. I didn't watch them live until the last like two seasons. Um, but I caught, I caught up on them with uh, my buddy Leo Barr's DVDs. I thought it was an excellent show for four or five seasons, and then. The like the last three seasons spanned like in story time, like two days, <laughs> like two actual days. But they filled it in with all these flashbacks and moving pieces to get there. Like it just, it was too much. Like for how he meets this wife. Like it just, the way they went with it. Like it should have. It should have just been six seasons, and we went our separate ways. It was. It was very, very, very poorly executed. But the first four or five, like Neil Patrick Harris, Barney Stinson, like, man, he was, man, prime, prime, uh, you know, prime time um, network comedy character right there. So good. Cool. Um, the only other one I had was, I, I feel like I would get, I'm, I, I'll get a lot of slack for this, but that's okay. Um, this is us. Oh like, yeah, you're the number one fan for that show. Yeah, but not really. Like you always say that, but like I watched the first two seasons. I want to say maybe three. I can't remember. But like the whole thing was like, all right, their dad died, but you didn't know how their dad died, and they had daddy issues because of their dad dying, and and so the whole show revolved around how the three siblings all had daddy issues and how it held them back from being full functioning adults and how they coped with it and the interplay of how they interacted with each other and their current families based on the the tragic passing of their father. Hmm. 
once that was revealed and once they addressed it with each other, hey, we've all been bottling this up. We need to deal with it, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was kind of like the natural progression. And then it went for like another three or four seasons past that. And I was just like, okay, no. Like, I, I'm not going to sit around and like for these fictitious characters like that need therapy – like I got better things to do with my life. Like I, I, I don't plus, know. plus the dad, Milo, whatever his name is, Milo or whatever his name, uh, Ventimiglia. Yeah, like they made him out to be the most perfect dad, which which worked for the first season or two. But like after a while, I was just like, dude, like come on, like this is just unrealistic how perfect this dad is. Like I will say, Roll Tide, Mandy Moore, she was always a love of mine. For years, she went away to raise her family and then got back into the fray. Love yeah. her. Absolutely love her. Um, but I just thought that dragged on a little bit too much. And uh, I, very I, I, contrarian I, of me, which is what I usually do anyway. Yeah. But, like, I, I know the crowds loved it, but that was it, it just went a little bit too much for me. Well, and I say that because I felt like before we started the podcast, like for a solid four years, every Thursday between eight and nine, I would call you. You'd be like, yo, bro, it's, this is us time. I can't I can't talk. <laughs> uh, you, that could be. Um, I, I don't recall whatsoever, but um, that this may be the, that also may be the Nuggets talking. Me, 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 Mila's on the screen, man. We got to I got I got to call you back. Um, all right. What else? What else? What else you got? Uh, I think that's all of my, uh, well, my last one. And again, this is, this is an F I, I was, a, I was a fan of a lot of the FX, uh, shows, uh, Nip Tuck, one of my, my favorite TV shows just drug on two seasons too long. This is, did you ever watch Nip Tuck? I'm sure you've told me this no. a bunch of times. No. Yeah. Pla- two plastic surgeons in that's Miami. HBO? No, FX. FX. Okay. Yeah. Um, Two plastic surgeons in Miami. Uh, maybe one day we'll have to do the best seasons of TV. I don't think we've done the best seasons of TV top five yet. Um, like just like individual seasons. We have not. Yeah, one of their one of their seasons with the serial killer, the Carver, probably one of the greatest TV like seasons I've ever watched. Um, it was awesome, and it, it it was good for another season after that. And then they they picked up, and one was going to California, and the other one followed him. But then instead of starting like the story fresh, they just had the entire cast like join like they're into every every character then ended up in California with them, which is like, uh, what are we doing? Why didn't we just stay in Miami then if we're just going to do this? <laughs> so it just yeah, it just yeah, two, two, three seasons too long. So um, there were some definite roll tides on that on that show, though. OK, that was all I had for. uh just on the air on the air too long i had homeland but that was more of a they popped the load too early but that i just lost interest after two seasons my dad loved that show yeah like the whole they just they had this great they could have went in so many great directions it felt that that felt like a lot i didn't have it on my list because i felt like a lost where it was like it probably was okay the number of seasons they had for the story they actually told but the story they should have told they, they it ended in two seasons. It's like what what are we doing here? By the way, yeah, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but as much stuff as we watch, my my dad watches a ton of TV as well. 
Got to bring he, him on the pod, get his thoughts on shows. Well, I'll tell you, it, primarily he watches like crime shows. He can watch one episode of a crime show and tell you where the whole plot is going and who the bad guy is and, and oh, the yeah? whole plot. I mean, he he should be writing them. He's watched so many of them. He, he just watches knows, them all. He, all knows the, he just knows the formula now. All the Law and Order, the CSIs, uh, oh, wow. uh, all, all of them. Like he, yeah. He's you know, you know, it was. On, I I did a quick Google of Criminal shows. Criminal Minds, The Blacklist, all all that crap. I did a quick Google of to make see if there's anything I was missing of um, of shows that stayed on too long before I got on. Twenty four was on that list. How do you is that is that fair? I, I, I never watched bring, it. So. I was gonna bring that up. No, no, no. It was okay. It, the, the first three seasons were untouchable. Um, after that, they were ranging anywhere from very good to excellent. Okay. And, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not willing, like, and, and the big thing about 24 was, like, who the president was in that season. Like, because somehow Jack Bauer always had a direct line of the president. And, like, they were just unbelievable and the plots were always anywhere from intriguing to good enough to like amazing and like i i just not i i i thought it was uh, i'm i'm not willing to trade any of those seasons okay loved loved every season of that show okay um all right but let's shift a little here, unless you got any more. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, do you want to do shows that you thought had good timing on the finale? Or... Sure. All yeah, right. That works. I, I only have one of those. Oh, God. That's it? Uh, maybe you'll have more. Last Kingdom. I thought that was perfectly wrapped up. They put a nice bow on it when... when uh, we've talked about it a million times, but... When the rain comes down and, and gives him the, the blessing he needs to save Bevan. Uh, put some respect on his name. Don't call him him. Uhtred. He is him. Yeah, he is him. Uhtred. Don't, don't do Uhtred. that. Uhtred. Speaking of which, Eliza Butterworth. Oh, God, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. I'm taking credit for that. I found I, that Instagram page. I'd risk it all. I would, oh, I man. would she's, risk it all. She's worth my, my alimony plus your alimony. She really, I, I'd split it with you. <laughs> no, I'm saying combined. <laughs> I'd pay, I'd pay, I'd pay both of our alimonies for her. Ah, oh, so good. I'm just saying, if 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 you took the plunge and like, oh yeah, you you contribute to the fun. Oh yeah, and get me the vet. You'd get you me the vet. You'd, you'd get me the Venmo month to month. <laughs> I Venmo to, if you just the if monthly you just Venmo. Me the stories and just like I can live vicariously <laughs> through. I I I chip in. Get you the I get you the occasional occasional uh, FaceTime. <laughs> oh man. Oh, don't title that the <laughs> the occasional FaceTime. Um, yeah, last came to perfect. Uh, Dude, I mean, any Netflix show, really. Uh, I mean, I, I still think, even though I didn't like the ending, like the end scene, like I still think Peaky was perfect six seasons. Um, you know, I don't think, it, I, I think that ended at a, at, a, at a good spot. I originally had Peaky in this column, but then I, I said to myself, do I actually want another season of Peaky? And the answer is yes. Yes, I do. Okay. 
Fair. Well, I mean, I, I mean, we're getting a we're getting the movie of last. I could totally get the a last like a a final season of Last Kingdom with the story they're going to tell in the movie. Yes, but I don't think it takes away from where it ended. Yes, but they wrapped it up though. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. I I just thought like the time it's, worked. It's well wrapped up in um. By the end of the of the last season of the Last Kingdom, Peaky is not all the way wrapped up yet. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, uh, Breaking Bad and Saul, I think they both again. Oh, good, uh, good call. AMC does a really good job. Well, I obviously not with all those shows, but uh, I'll say Vince Gillian and that crew. They do just did a really, they do a really good job of not oversaturating you. They they give you they have a story to tell. They tell it. Don't take done. this the wrong way, but I'm just going to tune you out and and look at Eliza Butterworth's Died, Instagram well, pages for a while. Yeah, I've been do, I've been doing that for the last uh, 183 episodes, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I so I think both of those shows uh, ended ended at the right um, at the right time as well for those. I feel like I had a ton more in my head. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. I thought ended at the right time. Like there's only so many times you can go to the well with these rival bank biker gangs. So I felt like they, I felt like they had, they didn't overuse. I know you didn't watch Sons. You should watch you. I think you would like Sons. Um, okay. I don't think they over recycled any stories. So I, I thought the six, I think it went seven seasons. I, I thought they got where they needed to get. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is a, I didn't, I didn't like the ending, but um, it was a good, like, Good, a good, a good seven seasons. Oh, I did forget one on just two. They had too many, but I'll, I'll finish this first. Um, I guess that's it. I, I can't think. I, I thought okay. I had. I <laughs> thought I thought I thought I had a ton more of ones that I thought were uh, were were like perfect. But okay, guess not. Uh, that's why I made notes. So shows you wanted more of. Hold on, real quick. Another show that went on too long, The League. Yeah. It lost. They they got away. Like the fan, they, it just stopped. It, a lot. It just stopped being like. It became all running jokes instead of like new jokes. And like the jokes weren't even about fantasy football anymore. More towards the end. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like what well, the what was great about the show was how they always had it all tied in. And then I felt like they just basically became improv, like it just improv of the characters, and like fantasy football was like five percent of the show by in the last like two seasons. You're right. You're Once right. they did a full Dirty Randy episode, it was like, yeah, it's probably time to stop this, guys. Yeah, you're right. So, guys, shows for more. Shows we wanted more of. Um, I'll go first. Okay, I was My first say, one. Uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, friend of the pod, Jason Mimosa. I could have gone. I I still need Don't more C. Say. Oh my gosh. I still want more C in my life. Oh my gosh, how? I mean, they wrapped it up nicely in the three seasons, but I I I could have I could have watched Baba Voss crawling around and just murking people for six seasons. I I could have. I would have loved it. I would have watched. I would have watched him and just wished I was him the entire time fine um i will not agree with that but happy birthday to you <laughs> um i'm gonna save the ranch 
Oh, I, oh my God! Oh, you're you're gonna get you're gonna give me shit over friend of the pod, Jason Mimosa, and you're gonna throw that crap out there. You, I know you didn't like the ranch, and I don't. No, care. that's I, not true. No, 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 no. I like the ranch. I think it fell off dramatically when Rooster had to go, and they did. kept it on for like two seasons too many after Rooster left. I would have watched four more seasons because. I think that was the best work that uh, um, um, what's his name? Uh, the main guy, um, who you Kutcher? said? Yeah, I think that was Kutcher's best work he ever. I mean, did. Sam Elliott carried that show. Sam Elliott was fantastic. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Ashton Kutcher uh, his range really kept 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 the the numbers pumping. No, I think that was the best job he ever did. I mean, they got they got to the point where they were just bringing back as many um, that '70s show. They were just bringing in all the that '70s shows characters for cheap laughs. Okay, like listen, I like the show. Sam Elliott was amazing. Alicia Alicia Cuthbert, I could huh. watch endlessly. Tanya Showers. If they would have had more Tanya, sh- that was my next line. That was my next line. I was building up. Sorry. And Tanya Showers, I could do forever. And uh, I'm sorry. I, I I wanted more. I wanted more. It's like Ghost Prom Date. By the way, um, there is rumors of a ninth, uh, ni- not season, but like a ninth half or whatever. Really? There's rumors out there. Did uh is is that ninety show getting getting that many downloads that they're bringing they're gonna bring back Ashton Kutcher? Maybe the opposite. Maybe they're like, well, this ain't working. So let's just go back to the ranch. Yeah, I'll have to check that. out. I never watched that seven. Did you watch that seventy show? I did not. No, I didn't either. I've seen I've seen like a couple like random ones back when it was on like the CW like late at night like in co- like in college when there was nothing on. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'll go and I'll go again. Yeah, because I just fucking blanked. Oh no, I don't. I have a go. You're gonna you're gonna die when I tell you this. You're one. gonna die Got when it. I say this one. Oh, if, it's, if it's if it's the same if it's the same one after we were both going to sing our own variations of the Monday night the Hank Williams Jr. Monday night football song, we should just eat. Honestly, both I just thought of it, and it was the same actor, different show. And maybe 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 it's not then. Wait, no, it is. It is. <laughs> if it listen, if it is, let's 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 pinky promise we're selling our houses and we're gonna get a place to live together. We're just moving to Vermont and getting 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 married. Let's do it. Um, it is um. Oh, what was the um? Kevin can wait. Oh, it's not. That's not what I had. Damn it! Oh, no. I thought we were getting married. No, it's not what I had. Wait, Kevin can Kevin can wait or the Kevin can wait or the NASCAR one. I had written down the NASCAR one, the crew. Oh, the crew. Okay, yeah. I I have the crew. I I don't have Kevin can wait. I. You had Got- crew. Wait, was that the one you were gonna say? No, but I have the crew on the list. I had the crew written down, but I pivoted when I thought you were gonna say Kevin can wait. No, because Donna, roll tide. They got rid of her and brought in uh, Ramini or uh, Leah Ramini. Yeah, and that's when it, it the show then. That's felt when way it went off. downhill. But Chael was hilarious. Chael was, and who I didn't until my rewatch of Mad Men. I didn't realize Chael was on Mad Men. I did not know that. I didn't watch Mad Men. Um, but so Kevin Can Wait was not on my list, but the crew was. I liked the crew. That was funny. I was yeah. laughing a lot in that show. Oh yeah, I can't. I can't believe it only went one season. I I'm, of all the shit that Netflix has given like multiple seasons to, that couldn't get that couldn't get a, a second. Yeah, 
his girlfriend moves to New York, and now they're going to try and make it work. I want to know what happened. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And um, and he was so wait, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin can wait is or isn't on your list? It was not. I pivoted when I thought you were going to say it, and I th- I thought we were having a moment. Uh, but no, the, no. But moment. the crew is on my list. Okay. So what's the one you thought we- I was going to say? <laughs> even though even though you joked about it on your other list, I totally could have went for a third season of uh, High School Musical: Walking Dead. <laughs> I totally could have gone with another season yeah, of World Beyond. I mean, they did really good job um, bringing it all together. Of all of all the spin-off of all the spin-offs that they've had and they're gonna have, I I that ended up actually somehow being good and interesting. And I totally could have used one more season of that. Yeah. Not that not that it would have been bridged in Walking Dead, because that would have made sense, but I I I, I could have definitely used it as much Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, the ball overkill. was dropped there. Um, yeah, as much Walking Dead overkill as there was. Um, all right, so Peaky Blinders, I said I could have used another season of that. Um, that being said, this is such an obscure show. <clears throat> and if you have this one, then that's amazing. Eastbound and down? No. Oh, no. <laughs> um, this was a show on NBC. Uh, the, the most famous person was Dominic Monaghan. A little-known show that was canceled after one season. Flash Forward? I don't know who that is. Yeah, nobody does, except for <laughs> me. Yeah, nobody. Wait, what is that? So, basically, the premise was there was this event where the entire world like skipped a certain period of time and flash forward when they went back and checked the security cameras everybody passed out at the same time in the world oh i do know this show it was an hour long right it was like an hour drama probably yeah yeah, i do know this show okay yeah 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 and when they checked the security cam there were when everybody passed out for like 20 like an hour or or three hours or whatever it was there were a handful of people walking around like in this stadium and they were like, what the hell? How are those people not passed out? And it's because they had on this like secret decoder ring, which kept them from passing out. And it was, the whole thing was like, like the big tagline, like halfway through season one was like, there's going to be another blackout. And like, there was another blackout. And, uh, it lo and behold, I ended up you know you uh, googling it, reading it about it on wiki. It was based on this book where like these people like were it was this like secret society of like uber uber rich that had discovered time travel, and they were able to travel through time by like using this machine, and they they put this ring on their fingers. So that like the time travel didn't affect them, and ipso facto they were gonna be immortal because that's what they were at. That was their end game the whole time. Blah blah blah. Anyway, the show was super intriguing. I I wanted to know where it was going next. It had one season and it was done. I I, I I've do been wanting remember. to get that off my chest for years. That feels really good. <laughs> I do remember the show now that you uh, you mentioned that. I definitely watched that with my mom. 
Good, uh, uh, good call. There was another show on NBC. I don't even remember the name of where, and and and, and this show was the one that broke my back and never gave NBC a chance to give me another show ever. But like people were kidnapped and brought to this building, and they didn't know how or why, and they and then. That was another freaky thing about like weird things were going on and they didn't know why they were all brought together. And they were like and then they got out of the building and they still didn't know why they were there and they were trying to connect like why why they were chosen to be brought together. And that that I don't even think they finished one season. I think they made it like six episodes and they were like, Yeah, this is done. Awesome. Awesome. Sorry. I'm rambling. That's all right. Uh my last one the, the, I had the was... The nugs are hitting. What, what's yours? My my last one is... Uh, I know you've heard me and uh, friend of the pod, Teddy, talk about it. Uh, Kingdom with uh, Frank Grillo. It's a, an M- about a, a retired MMA fighter who trains his son. Like He's a trainer now, trains his sons. Uh, it was a direct... It was on direct TV, and I don't think it, it didn't really have a lot of popularity there. And then it came to Netflix and became like this like cult following show. Yeah. Uh, three seasons, even though technically the second season was 20 episodes. So really it was like four. Um, great. The cast, not, not a bunch of big name guys like Grillo. I think this was before Grillo like really blew up. Like he still had only done warrior and he was in the captain America movies. But like I think he this like really started getting him more more pop. Um, but Nick like Nick Jonas was in it, and like that's why I didn't watch it originally. I'm like, oh, like Nick Jonas is in the show. This must be a joke. But he's great in it. A um, lot of lot of good stuff there. Kingdom. I could have used uh, I, I could have used another season or two of that. They like it's at the point where they're still trying to uh, sign petitions to get to get a, a fourth season of the show from nice. made by Netflix. Nice. Yeah, so actually, I'm a big, I'm a big Grillo guy. I really like him, even though like a lot of movies he does are like these random, like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, I don't even know what the genre is with like Bruce Willis and like Mel Gibson. It's like like short action, like action? you know, action films that don't have <laughs> nah, but they're not like I like action. I think of Schwarzenegger. They're like, I don't, I don't know. He's he has a, he has a niche now that like there's a particular type of movie. It's house? Like, what's that? Grindhouse, sure, yeah, we'll call it that. But like, it's like a, it's it's such a he's got such a specific niche that like anytime this this type of role comes up, it's like, well, we gotta get Grillo. And he's like, I didn't realize this. The guy's like inc- like ripped and incredible. Sh- he's like he's like he's he's sick, almost sixty years old. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. I gotta I gotta get my shit together. Get on, gotta get on that sweet potato diet. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable! I I can't. But if only if only you would have said High School Musical too, and we would have uh, we would have been living in Vermont together, just eating sweet potatoes, getting ripped, and doing shirtless podcasts. No, oh, that, that's the ticket. Oh, all right. Well, for uh, an episode where we didn't think we had much to go on, we uh, we're gonna sneak this in right under two hours. So man, time. Time fly. I missed you, man. I had to get my I had to get my fill in after my absence. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Yep. All right. On that note, Drew, as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now.
Stir up the crowd Read you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud